And a man from the Dallas-Fort Worth area now lives out in Alito. Kelly Shopik now joining us. And uh, one of the all-time Baylor greats, Johnny Bench Award winner. Kelly, that had to be uh, um, that had to be some really fun news the other day uh, to hear that Mitch Thompson was back at Baylor. You know, most teams in life, we we can't really go back, and they say you can't go home. Um, it's kind of it's kind of amazing, isn't it? All these years later, that uh, that yeah. Mitch Thompson is the head baseball coach at Baylor. Well, thanks. Appreciate you having me on and. It's actually kind of a funny story. I woke up that morning just kind of thinking about him. I sent him a text a week earlier and asked him, you know, what his thoughts are on that opening when Coach Rod retired. And, you know, he said, I want it. And I said, good luck to you. And then that morning I sent him a text, any update on the search. And then about an hour after that, a bunch of people start calling me and asking me what I thought about Coach T getting the job down there. So I texted him back and said, never mind. Congratulations. You're the right guy. <laughs> that is uh it is it is really something and i know those guys mitch and hoot and steve meant so much uh to you and y'all had so many great years what what do you remember i was talking to hoot earlier today do you remember the first time mitch and hoot came to see your family and and thinking back to all those years when they uh recruited you to baylor i do very well they got to know me um and, and Coach, Coach Johnigan and, and Coach T sat there on the on our old couch and we watched football highlights. Uh, they knew that uh, that was a passion of mine and that was something I was wanting to do in college. And uh, they sat down there and we watched some football video and just chatted. And 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 really, the, what got me to Baylor in the first place uh, were those guys was the people. Uh, I've said that uh, since I got there. I continue to say it that if I didn't feel like they took me in like their own son, I would have never gotten an opportunity to play there. And who knows what uh, happened to me or with me. What, what made Mitch at that point, um, such a great recruiter. I mean, Steve, I had Steve on yesterday and he said, Mitch was kind of the face of that Baylor baseball program. What is it that, that really stood out about Mitch even then and, and probably has helped him, go on to great things, even at, at, at recruiting kids at MCC? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just what a big personality he has. Um, you know, he, he makes you feel like he's known you all his life. Obviously, he's, he's a huge man, um, and he shakes your hand, and, and, he, and he puts his other hand around your back elbow, and he just squeezes you and embraces you uh, like you're one of his. And uh, for him to be able to recruit the way he does um, and continue to do so at, at McLennan over there uh, to, to run teams in the national championship and have guys that are that are being drafted and going on to the next level. I mean, it's about the players, and, and he has an ability to reach the players, and, and I don't feel like it's a ruse with him. I don't think he's selling you anything. I think he's just being himself. Um, and when I was being recruited by him mainly um, – that's the way I felt. I felt like this guy was going to treat me and give me every opportunity to achieve the dreams that I wanted to have. And, and, and coach Smith's right. I mean, if we all wanted to play for coach T, even though coach Smith was running the show, um, you know, he just makes you feel like you're one of his. 
You know, Baylor is, as you well know, is not cheap. And so it's unique to have to recruit to there. And you've got to be creative in how you, you do things. What was it like? for your family like how did how did i'm just thinking back to mitch and and how important do you think it is to have a guy like mitch recruiting at a place like baylor where again it's not you can't it's not apples to apples baylor to well, a&m it's, baylor to it's texas definitely it's, not my my oldest just graduated from baylor so i know about the expense of going there <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I was a little bit different situation i mean those, he, he goes into every home, and he, and he knows the kids, he knows the family, he knows the parents. But um, when it came down to my situation, it was simply, could my family afford it? Um, you know, could we make it happen um, to where I didn't put my, my family in financial debt? Um, and, 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 and when you talk about expense, that comes to the business side of what trying to balance the scholarship budget is is where do you see that player? It's almost like a small market team. Where can we get value out of this amount? Um, and how do we apply it to our team? And how fast can it impact us? Uh, I assume that most guys recruit 18-year-olds thinking that they're going to impact right away. Well, every player develops a little bit differently. As as you know, I mean, it, it doesn't always happen as a freshman. It, it took me a good two and a half seasons to grow into what Mitch saw when I was 18 years old. And, and when, when coach Smith and coach Jay started working with me, they knew right away. It looked well in retrospect, I have to assume they knew it's going to take a little more time than we had hoped and, and balancing that as a challenge. And you have to be, have great foresight for what you see out of a player, some projectability out of, out of young players. And then, you know, obviously there's some kids that are no brainers that are going to come in and play for you right away. Those were special teams. I had Jason on yesterday talking to him um, that 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 y'all had fairly early in Steve's time, and 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 I think that has to be. I'm just wondering how how much have you been hearing? I think you referenced it earlier from your former teammates. What's the what's the excitement level when you kind of think of where the program may be heading now that uh, that Mitch is in control of it? Well, I think one thing that's very special, at least within my group that was there and obviously the years that Coach T was involved is there's a great history. You know, I, I, don't, I don't shed light on the fact that John Topolsky and, and Dotson and Kip Wells and those guys built us that stadium. Their success uh, before I even got there was getting that stadium built for us to reap the benefits. And then as we start to take over that history of the program and those guys move along, and then the next group, Murphy and Durbin and Josh Ford and, and Langer, and it, just, it just goes on and on and on. And I, I think that during that time, it's about the, the history, and you, you play for those people that, that played before you. And, and those, the coaching staff that was there when, when I was there, they didn't let that go unnoticed. They talked about it. It, it was about – what the baseball program has been, what it is going to be, and where it's going to go. And so for me, Coach T getting hired back there, to be quite honest with you, I'm super jealous that he gets to, to don the colors again because uh, you're right. We don't always get to go back and do it. Um, but I, I thought his situation the first time was he was in the right situation, and I think he's in the, situ the best situation this time. And I think Baylor's in the best situation this time. 
Well, I mean, you could put the colors back on. You're a college baseball coach, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Keep your options open. And, That's uh, right. But how are things going with that? I mean, I was uh, – uh, you became an assistant uh, coach there at Texas Wesleyan after a, a really nice, uh, long decade in Major League Baseball. Uh, have Has it uh, – has it been everything you would hoped it would be? Is it is it tougher than you thought? Do you have a, a new appreciation for, for people like Mitch and Steve and, and Hoot now having gone through it yourself? Well, i say this. It has been very rewarding. I thought I felt for about a year I didn't quite know what I was going to do. At 33, you're retired. What do you do now? Um, and, and I knew I wanted to be involved in helping young people. So, you know, it's a, it's a challenging time, 18 to 22, you try and decide what you want to do with your the rest of your life. And and to be able to be a mentor for some of these kids and, and, and have them tell you what they're going through and the experiences that you have and how they can relate. And sometimes it's just stories about the game that can take their mind off of the, all the stresses that they feel at this age. So baseball is a small part of that, um, a small part of that. It's a tool that I use to go to college. It's a tool that I use to play in the big leagues and provide for my family. And now it's a tool that I use to mentor young people um, to hopefully get to experience all the things that I did. And if not, at least have the tools to uh, handle it, the stresses and, and all that life that is that is fixing to come at them. And then be there for them for the rest of their life. If they want to reach out to me, as long as they're alive and I can help them, I'm willing to do that. And I didn't know if coaching was going to give that to me, and it absolutely has. Um, and so it's been great. Now, on the other side, when you ask about the the other side of coaching, yes, the inability for an 18 to 22 year old to retain information is remarkable. <laughs> and I we <laughs> I've never seen anything like having to say it over and over and over. And you know, we all do this. I don't remember being that way from 18 to 22, but I'm sure we were. Um, but I feel like I, all I do is repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that. I like that. I, I need to write that quote down about I've got a daughter who's 14, and uh, so she's moving into that area. Kelly Shopik joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Now, what when you think back on your relationship with Mitch and and the impact he had on on your you and your teammates what was the what was the biggest takeaway like when you think of Mitch what's the first thing that comes to mind is it that sort of larger than life personality is there something like I'm just curious because Hoot was an old catcher and I'm sure he helped you in a lot of areas I, of I Steve Steve was a pitcher I'm sure he helped you so I guess all three of them gave you a lot of things but Mitch in particular what was your what was the sort of biggest thing that that you were able to take away and, and apply to your major league career or even life as a as a husband and father that that you learned from Mitch you know, retrospect is a is a very funny thing, and and you you ask these questions, and you, you as you're asking the question, there's thoughts going through my mind that I hadn't thought of in years. You know, you ask what makes him such a great recruiter. What do I remember most about him? It, and it is there's no doubt in my mind it was his embrace, and I don't mean a big giant hug from a big. It's just when you spoke with him, he made me feel powerful. 
he shook my hand, he grabbed the back of my elbow, and he just made me feel like I was the most important person in the world. And I don't know if I learned anything from any of them. Like I said, 18 to 22, I probably didn't retain any information either. (laughs) But just the people, what I take from Baylor, and and we're talking about Coach T here. Look, I still call him Coach T. That's how much I love these people. Like, that will never leave me. Um, and, and and Coach Jonigan and Coach Smith and Coach Barry that were all there during my time, and even Coach Reardon for a year, who's now off coaching, it's they just make you feel like you are you belong there. You're supposed to be there. You're there for the right reasons. Uh, baseball is a big factor in that. But you think about all these times, and, and it is it's without question just the way he made me feel when we spoke and when I talked to him and when I met him for the first time. And that wasn't just the first time. It was every time. He made me feel like I could conquer the world, and that, and, that, and I take that with me. And, and I, I use that throughout now still coaching. I still reach out to him occasionally and, and – and say, and I have a relationship with him still. We we talk once a month. Now, are we in the same industry and it probably works that way? Yeah, of course. But I lean on those guys and I lean on him to help me as he did when I was 18 years old. Well, it's pretty remarkable. And uh, now Baylor was not very good at football, even though y'all were great at, at baseball during your time there and y'all got really rolling. Did you... Did you give it a go? Did you go out there, or by the time you showed up on campus, were you just kind of thinking, "Hey, I think I think I need to focus just on baseball"? No, it was long, long nights crying in my bedroom, and no, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My first <laughs> love was football. It's Texas, right? Um, but I didn't realize until actually I was being recruited by Baylor that I was good at baseball. Uh, I didn't know that. That's just what you did in between football seasons. And so we got there, Mike Huggins and I, former teammate, he was a big high school football player. We talked about our freshman year. He was redshirting. I think I was hitting about 200 at the time. And they said, we said, hey, after our sophomore year, if we suck again, we're going to go play football because we feel like they could use our help. Now that's since changed, but um, <laughs> we, we, it was, and it still hasn't, I still got a year of eligibility left to play football, so I can still come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, well, they just Randall won. have me. If Coach Randall have me, I'll come do it. I think you would inspire them, but they now have won the <laughs> Big Twelve title in the Sugar Bowl. So, so things have <laughs> things have changed a little bit. Well, I always loved. Uh, I got to see you when you came through, and you, that one game I'll never forget. You put two home runs on the Rangers, nine nothing. I think that was game one of the. Uh, of the ALDS back in the day, and um, and I think I, I was there and probably interviewed you after that game. But uh, you had a you had a great run. Is it weird, by the way? To uh, can you get used to? I, I was looking something up on you, and it and it said uh, Kelly Shopik spent however long with the uh, Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. That- oh no, no, no. <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm holding out. I still have some some stuff that has the old logo on it. And I guess if I ever get in any financial trouble, I'll, I'll need to sell it to <laughs> be able to feed the girls. Yeah. Well, that was, that was one of the, that was a great year you had with the, uh, the, the team formerly known as the Indians with, yeah. uh, hitting 21 home runs, you had a ton of RBIs that year. And, uh, 
Uh, it was it was a, it was a great year, and and uh, you had a tremendous career. Well, Kelly, this is uh, this is fun, and uh, I reserve the right to reach out to you now that I've tracked you down every now and then, and uh, it'll be fun to see all you guys. I'm sure now with Mitch back in charge, y'all will have any even more reason to get down there. Although you're a coach, so you'll have a harder yep. time than others. Well, uh, I know yeah. I always want to play in the alumni game, but it happens there right at the beginning of our season. Um, but I, but I'm always wanting to be involved. I mean, yeah. again, people built what I got to do at Baylor. I didn't do that. People before me did that. How can I help the kids of this generation be better and give back to them and be a part of the program somehow in some way? Not just the program, but the tight-knit community that Baylor is. I mean, we are one of the smallest schools. We do get the most pride out of when our sports teams do well. And to be quite honest with you, I thought it was quite remarkable. My daughter graduated a couple of weeks back, and 97% of the people in her school already had jobs lined up. I love that about Baylor. I love how personal it is. And so me having an opportunity to know the head coach um, personally uh, just fills me with pride and just wants me to – wants me, I want to have the opportunity to do more. Well, it, it, uh, I think you're just being very humble and not you're 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 not showing up at the alumni game because you would hit too many home runs and make everybody <laughs> look bad. So, okay, that's the way I'm gonna. Is, <laughs> I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly, good to visit with you, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, we appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, Kelly Shopping, one of the all-time Baylor greats. And speaking of greats, um. Dallas Mavericks did a huge 